Today's episode is brought to you by McLean Middleton, providing trusted legal services to businesses throughout the region for over 100 years. Hi, everybody. This is Jeff Feingold, editor of New Hampshire Business Review, with our Down to Business podcast for July 15th, 2021. Uh, okay, this is going to uncharted territory, everybody, just to let you know. But I was talking to Ernesto. We were having a discussion, actually. It wasn't, and it was about something called NFTs, non-fungible tokens. And I was just really basically not understanding what they meant. So Ernesto, in his ever-growing understanding of the world of technology and things that are way beyond the mind of someone my age to understand, attempted to explain this to me. And we had a whole discussion. I thought, you know, this would be an interesting discussion on, on the podcast because I think that people out there also are curious about what this means. You know, you read about these things selling for $90 million, $60 million. You go, what the heck? They're not, to me, they're not buying anything. And I don't understand where the value comes from. So Ernesto, our publisher and producer of the show, agreed to sit down and try to talk me through this or at least maybe stop making my hair hurt so much. So Ernesto, welcome. Okay, why don't you tell me, why don't you tell me what, what the whole genesis of those? You were writing a, 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 something for, for the marketing newsletter we put out. Yeah, so so every week I, I write um, a little newsletter uh, that goes out, uh, well, really to anybody who wants it. But we started by sending it out to our advertisers, you know, as because I spend a lot of time um, trying to keep up with digital marketing. Um, that's that that was a big piece of my background. I've it, throughout my career gone back and forth between being a, the publisher role and 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 running digital operations for media companies. So um, and I. And things move so fast in that arena that, that um, it, you know, just to keep up with it takes a fair amount of work. And I always figured if I'm doing the work to keep up with it anyway, I might as well uh, share out um, some of that information that I'm acquiring each week um, the same way you do with the, the news browser. You yeah. know, you're, you're keeping up with the business news in the state. I'm trying to keep up with, with marketing, digital marketing technology news. And so yeah. anyway. Long story short, maybe that was a that was a uh, that was a pitch for the marketing. Uh, That's browser. Yeah, and uh, for the browser can, too. <laughs> you can go to nhbr.com uh, and sign up for that if you want to get there. Um, anyway, uh, but one of the things that came across my desk um, this week was that the the, the uh, sportswear company Asics um, is actually creating NFTs in sportswear. And uh, Jeff, I know you can appreciate ASICs. You're a running shoe aficionado. Yep. Right? Yes, but but you can't put these these NFTs on. You can't run in them. You cannot run in them. No. Okay, that's so that brings, this is where the problem occurs. Okay, yeah. let's well, let's discuss the, this. And the thing that really jumped out at me about this story, though, is in the entire. So I I, I came across this story on the drum, which is a, a really. Uh, well done mar digital marketing website uh, and and they um, nowhere in the story did the the writer feel like they had to explain what an nft was like they they, they didn't even you know uh, they they just used the acronym and i thought has if we've arrived at the point 
where NFTs are so ubiquitous that, that writers of articles don't feel like they need to explain what they are yeah. anymore, that, 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 that we're further ahead than I thought we were. Because I was, I'm still struggling, not, not so much with the, the technical concept of what they are, but, but the, the broader concept of uh, maybe why they're meaningful. So anyway, yeah. what are they? Um, NFT is, uh, stands for non-fungible token. And so fungible means interchangeable. So yeah. non-fungible tokens are not inter interchangeable, they're unique. Uh, they cannot be replaced by an identical item. So in the physical world, for example, a dollar bill uh, practically is fungible. Although if you're a, a rare dollar bill collector, you probably would argue with that statement. It might be fairer to say a, a, a Bitcoin, uh, a, you know, an electronic yeah. dollar is fungible. You, you get a different one and it's just as good. It's, it yeah. perfectly replaces what you lost. Um, but a unique one-of-a-kind autographed baseball card is non-fungible. Or, or maybe you find a, a, a bottle of wine that's 400 years old from a shipwreck. And you know whether or not you're ever going to open it, it's, it's unique. It's non-fungible. Um, so anyway, uh, but a non-fungible digital token is essentially just a, a block of data that 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 says um, this is completely unique and it, it could be anything it could be um, a piece of art um, you know a, a digital visual artwork it could be a video it could be a tweet people have sold tweets as yeah you know, Jack Dorsey sold his first tweet I saw that yeah yes and so but but the the question is how do you make something that is so easy to copy totally unique and the answer is that it is um, the unique version is stored in the Ethereum blockchain. And so blockchain is the underlying technology of crypto. Right, now, now we're getting into really, really difficult territory for me, but go ahead. I, I'm going to be totally honest. This is not the easiest territory for me. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the, the gist of it, uh, gist of blockchain is you, uh, so some, uh, Blockchain is a database. Not all databases are blockchains, but all blockchains are databases. And they are okay. essentially sequential databases, right? So each, each record is called a block and each block is added on to the block that came before it and connected to it with a hash or an, a, some, a, an encrypted hash that, that, and a timestamp. And what that does is it means you can't, change a block without changing all the blocks after it right and so that makes it hard to manipulate okay um, now but then 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 um these cryptocurrency blockchains go one step further and they're also distributed which means they're stored on a whole bunch of different computers they're not one institution yeah. set of computers copies of the blockchain are stored across all of these different computers across the world and so even if you did manipulate one block in a chain, it would be cross-referenced by all of the other versions of the blockchain and you'd know which one had been changed and therefore uh, it, it, it can't be changed. So, so it's this way of providing this totally unique, totally secure um, storage of, of a record. 
And in okay. the case of a NFT, it's essentially just a block. It would be your video or your tweet or whatever stored as a block on the Ethereum blockchain. And that's how you know you've got the real one, as opposed to the million copies that look and act exactly the same as that real one. Okay. Um, so this is this is this is where it starts getting me uh, down into hair hurting territory. You're saying this. I understand that, but the 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 bottom line to me is that what I understand is because it's non fungible, it's is it worth only something to the person who bought it? It's worth well, actually it's, it's worth more to the person who sells it. I have to admit, but you know, it is worth whatever um, the market says it's worth. And in some ways, isn't that? I mean, that's. I mean, and here I'm really uh, stepping into to out of my lane, but but it actually seems to me that's sort of uh, what cryptocurrency and, and really maybe any currency that's not backed up by uh, physical goods is has some degree of it, it's sort of faith based, right? Um, but but certainly even at stepping outside of currency, um, think about trading cards. My my son collects yeah. Pokemon cards, um, and as I understand it. Uh, rare ones, um, the rarity is completely determined by the company that's issuing the cards, but but rare ones are worth a lot of money or, or can mm -hmm. be, and they can be appraised and valued um, by dealers in the same way that, that antiques or art are. And, and that value um, that's assigned to those cards is entirely based on what the market says it's worth. If there are people out there willing to pay for them, then they're worth money. If there aren't, they're not worth anything other than the paper. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to say, I, I understand this. This part I do understand because I do have my children's inheritance still in, in my possession. It's a Mickey Mantle autograph. <laughs> 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 and that's how, to me, that I mean, I, that's just sitting there. I'm not doing anything with it. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I guess someone came along and offered me a million dollars. I'd probably say, well, that's worth for the, my kids to have an inheritance, but it's obviously not worth that much. But it's worth some has some value to me right now, and I also know that I would be better off selling Mickey Mantle's autograph in the New York City area than in the Boston area, <laughs> because I'll get a higher value. So yeah. it really would depend on who who's going to be offering, making the offer. Determine that it, determines the value. I, I think the question, Jeff, is 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 there any way that you can turn that Mickey Mantle autograph into an NFT? I know, or be better yet, turn Mickey Mantle an NFT. Yes, or or could we turn this podcast into an NFT? <laughs> well, you bring that up. This is one of the things that made me realize. A, a couple of months ago, uh, Kevin Rouse, who who writes for the New York Times, wrote an R a column on NFTs. In it, he basically was explaining it, and then he decided to say, "Well, you know what? I'm going to turn this column into an NFT, into a non fungible token." And I'm going to put it up for auction and see what happens. And the proceeds go to you know, New York Times Neediest Cases Fund, which is a very famous charity. Uh, anyway, the headline, the column was headlined by this column on the blockchain. And lo and behold, he ended up selling this column, which basically was just kind of sounds like it was really trying to attempt to just tweak this whole 
craze that's been developing on NFTs, it sold for $560,000, an NFT of a column in the New York Times. I would, you know, you could have bought the paper, you know, for less. I don't know how much the time goes for now. It's probably $5 an issue now, but you could Not buy the paper and, have, and actually have the real copy of the column and frame it, you know? But no, someone paid $560,000 for a call, for a, for a, an NFT, a, 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 a token of a column. And that's like nowhere near the amount of money that some of these other things are getting. We're talking about in the millions, some of these NFTs. Well, and I think, I mean, that when you're talking about something like a, a column, um, the other interesting thing that, that jumps out of the, the research that I was doing, and I think you would come across this as well, is that owning the NFT of something does not confer copyright. Yeah, exactly. That, that, and actually, I got, I have an article, we have an article coming up in a business review in, the, in a coming issue explaining that, that you don't have a copyright on this thing. That's one of the deals with this, with these NFTs, unless it's specifically in, in the agreement, you don't have a copyright. So does that mean someone could sell it again? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Or, or could they create another NFT based on it? That, yeah. would, be, that would be great. If, if, so, so I think you made the call in the beginning of, of, of this discussion that if anybody is a real expert on this, we're Yes, we're exactly. Please get in touch with us. Get in touch with me at the easy email of editor at nhbr.com. And I, I'm I'm completely serious about this. But because I, you know, this is this is something that really uh it it's it it tests my my ability to uh, think to think logically, I guess is one way to put it. I just have I am having a hard time dealing with this with this. And anyway, now that that's a perfect way for me to say, let's take a break for a minute. And we'll be right back. McLean Middleton is one of New England's premier full-service law firms with headquarters in Manchester, New Hampshire, and offices in Concord and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and Woburn in Boston, Massachusetts. McLean Middleton has over 100 attorneys in five locations and has been providing trusted legal services to businesses throughout the region for over 100 years. A full-service law firm with practice areas in corporate, tax, employment, litigation, trusts and estates, energy and environment, intellectual property and privacy, and data security, to name just a few. McLean Middleton's commitment to their clients, community, and colleagues has helped them to establish and maintain long-standing relationships as trusted advisors. Whether you are starting your business, growing your business, or preparing to sell your business, McLean Middleton has the experience to guide you through the complexities of the legal system. For a complete listing of their practice areas, attorneys, and locations, visit www.mclane.com. Okay, Ernesto, I calmed myself down a little bit after that, and <laughs> let, let's move on to something else that interests me. Why we, we started talking about ASICs, yep, and they're creating these non NFTs, non fungible tokens. And what would the benefit be for them from a marketing perspective? I, so this is interesting, right? It, it, so ASICs is looking at the the broader landscape of creators and this would be like creators in quotation marks right these are these are you know um 
it's digital artists, but also even people who create memes, right? Or video creators, like what the, you know, whether you're making a video on TikTok or you're making that next great meme, um, you, you're a creator, and, and they are becoming more and more important to digital marketing, right? And, and yeah. so um, ASICs is basically saying, um, now, now partly I think they're doing this for publicity, right? They, you know, everything that, that they're doing is in some degree to expose the brand. But, yeah. but at the same time, they're saying they really value um, how much creators uh, bring to the table in terms of marketing, and they want to support the artists who are the creators. And so what they're doing is they're having an auction of their NFTs, which, which again, I think are, are like, you know, essentially really cool sneaker trading cards. Mm. <laughs> okay. But, but the... Uh, <laughs> Um, but the, uh, they're, they're going to uh, do an auction for these, and the proceeds from that auction will go to ASIC's Digital Goods Artist in Residence Program, um, which is going to, quote, uh, or create, quote, a, a global platform to showcase their creativity and work feeding into ASIC's founding philosophy of sound mind, sound body, unquote. Um, so, so the, uh, the 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 sort of the overt statement, the explicit statement that they're making is that they want to support creators, and they're creating this artist in residency program. Okay, so they're doing that, and that helps their sales of running shoes, just because they're being good people to creators or whatever. I, I, well, I'm, not, I'm not being facetious about this. I'm really being serious. I'm trying to put the link here. Well, I think, I, I mean, you're not necessarily going to buy ASICs because you know that they have an NFT or because yeah. they support digital artists or anything else. But, I mean, I mean, you might do that. There may, there might be somebody out there who says, I'm, I, w I want the, the most, I don't know, forward-thinking, culturally aware brand that I could possibly run in. Uh, but, but I think you know, more than anything else, by by releasing an NFT and having an auction, um, they get their name out there in different ways. We're talking about it right now, um, you know. And, yeah, um, yeah, it's true. I mean, that's a basic marketing thing, I, and I understand that. that that's they're, true. They're, they're going for the top level of the funnel, right? Yeah, yeah. So they, rather than closing the deal, they just want to keep their name out there. Yeah, exactly. They want to. They want to be there. Be, they want to be the fastest, which is good for a running shoe, and they want to get there before Nike does. Yes, or, I, and I don't know. I, 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 I do not. As know far, as far as I know, Nike's oh, not into it. What's that? As far as I know, Nike's not into it yet. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if any other running shoe has uh, has released the NFT. Okay. Um, now, let's talk about this a little bit, and and because you know you're good to think about this kind of stuff. Where, how does this work if you're, when you drill it down to like a, a place like New Hampshire, is this something that a New Hampshire company or New Hampshire yeah, business could do something with? I mean, can come up with some idea about NFTs or is there, is there, is there, yeah, I don't see why not. Or, or an individual New Hampshire creator. There isn't, there isn't anything geographical. Uh, about them, but but my feel my point is that if if you just if I if I was just to put something out on online 
about an NFT out there, someone would buy it no matter what. I used to, at this point, I was just, this is like getting to tulip mania time. I mean, I, I don't understand. Is there someone who's going to be discerning enough to say this isn't that worth anything? Or is there someone always willing to snap this up at this point? I'm looking, because I was looking down the list of things that have been sold, you know, emojis and uh, just weird little smiley faces and things like that just get sold as NFTs and is is there there's got to i mean just my my 20th century mind thinks there's got to be a limit on this i i some people are saying that the bubble has already burst and that it's trending okay. down okay. but 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 there are and and but there are people who are still making investments in them too so mm -hmm. if people are if people are seeing these as as a long-term investment um i don't i, I don't know that that every you know every creation that everybody makes could potentially be an NFT any more than you know um, only because everybody in the universe has the potential to be a content creator, right? And and yeah. you know you could imagine a market that's so saturated it wouldn't make sense. But I do think for for let's say if you were a New Hampshire artist um, yeah. or you owned an art gallery. Uh, there's a guy up in Maine whose digital art gallery uh, has become a big deal for NFTs. This guy, uh, hmm. Jonathan Perkins uh, from Penobscot, um, founded a company called Super Rare, which is now getting attention from investment groups, um, you know, all hmm. over the place. So, so I, I think there probably is a longer-term opportunity here, particularly around art, but um, you know, art and business intersect. Yeah, no, well, yeah, that's obviously true. I mean, we've talked about that before. You know, we've, it's obviously an important part of it, but it, it, it does kind of make you wonder. Um, first of all, it's, it's, a, it's just a very new phenomenon. As far as I know, it just really started happening this year, right? I mean, basically, it just came out of nowhere. It seemed to have just emerged out of nowhere. And then it just yeah. immediately took off. It was it was kind of the, the speed was also something that's kind of it's like going on a roller coaster for the first time, and and you start it all the way at to the top. It doesn't even yeah. work you up the hill, you know. Well, doesn't it kind of feel like everything? Um, you know, does doesn't it feel like everything sort of is like that now? Yeah. I, I mean, everything's happening so fast. It's happening at this sort of exit exponential pace um in terms of when it started uh it, the the um crypto kitties uh um maybe the the place that that began which was a a, a game that launched on december 2nd 2017 um, oh, okay. collect cats um so but but i think it probably goes back even further than that um i mean you need um you need blockchain to do it. Um, okay, so it's obviously very new anyway. Yeah, relatively speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and and at this point, uh, total transparency to the audience. I'm just googling crap now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I did have to say this though. The thing about the New York Times one selling was he he was paid in a uh, some currency called what was it called 350 ether 
and that's not something you can have in your wallet or your your purse. So it's uh, it's a it's a it's a cryptocurrency, and this is what these things are being sold in. So when you say something's being sold for five or sixty thousand dollars, it's being sold in cryptocurrency for five or sixty thousand dollars, and if you were the person to sell something for $560,000 or 10 million or whatever, you would be, I think, with my 20th century, my 20th century mind again, say, I would think you would be crazy not to cash that in right that minute <laughs> for the real money. Crypto, you know, not crypto, fungible currency. And I, I mean, it, it doesn't, it, it, it's kind of, it's almost like it's, it's just real money. I mean, obviously, it's, it, I think. I, I, if you can buy like things, it doesn't seem like I play with monopoly money in a way. Um, yeah, and that's I feel like that's a whole separate conversation, right? Is that the cryptocurrency sort of understanding that? But but you can certainly buy real things with it, including can't you buy Tesla stock with that? Yeah, but didn't he change his mind on that, and and then and then it just nosedive the Bitcoin or something? He, 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 he said he, he did, did it, that he didn't want to do it. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's not the person to follow on this, I don't think. <laughs> but well, one of the I, I mean, when you talk about real money, the the big one that that jumped out at me when I was writing the piece for the marketing browser was the um, uh, the the Beeple. Um, the, the there's a digital artist. Uh, his real name's Mike Winkleman, but but he's known as Beeple. Um, yeah. Until October, the most he had ever sold a print was sold. Uh, he had sold a print for a hundred dollars. Like that was sort of his top end earning. And um, this is at least according to a piece on The Verge. And he yeah. uh, he sold um, he sold a uh, NFT recently. For sixty-nine million dollars of pixies. All right. So sixty-nine so, million. Yes. Through through Christie's auction house. So I, I I mean, it's real money. It's I I I get it, but you know what what was I I don't even know how many Picassos have sold for sixty-nine million dollars. I don't I mean I know Picasso. Or you know, or Da Vinci. I mean, how many Da Vinci's have sold for sixty-nine million dollars? And you get this thing that doesn't even—it's it, not even real. I mean, at least with a Da Vinci or a Picasso, you can actually look at it. All right, I, I don't want to get into too much of discussion on this now. <laughs> now my hair's starting to hurt again. Yeah, yeah, it—it <laughs> uh, it is pretty mind blowing. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Anyway. Well, anyway, the offer still stands to anybody out there who would like to join us in actually providing a little bit more intelligence, at least on my end, on, on this matter. And uh, I, 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 I mean, I find it fascinating, actually, because it does say a lot about market, the marketplace and, and really about, about our economy in general and where we are right now in, the, in 2021. Yeah, it, anyway. it is, and, you know, the other thing, Jeff, is that... The, um, you know, I'm I, I I pride myself in in trying to make maintain a, a sort of an elastic mind and yeah, <laughs> all with changes as they come. It's been a big part of uh, you know my work life certainly. Um, 
but this is this is a spot where I have to admit I'm up on the edge of being a grumpy old man about this. Like I, I don't get come this. to the dark side. Come to the dark side. Like <laughs> this is silly, but but it's no, not. It, like it. I, I I get that there are underlying um, really interesting ideas here. I mean, and they're yeah. really interesting ideas that 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 go as deep as you know what what is value yeah to anything like I, you oh, know, that's absolutely to... true absolutely i mean you know actually you know just even looking at uh where our real estate market is right now you know houses that are being sold for a half a million or six hundred thousand dollars that a couple of years ago were maybe if they were lucky would be one half the price right you know but Although there's just sold, people right? there's a demand there's a limited number of them and and, and i understand that one but, but, but obviously you can use those. it yeah. Those at least are tangible items, you know. Exactly. You exactly. Um, when when you have intangible items that are that are assigned an arbitrary value or a value a market based value, it's it, it's really interesting. Um, yeah. And and then, but it also underscores this um, this idea of the creator as as being the, the this really important piece of. Um, the, the market and and uh, digital marketing and digital business right now. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, interesting. Anyway, anyway we all the way out onto the ledge there. That's right. And I have we haven't fallen off the edge or seen any reason to to just you know purposely fall. But anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway that, that I said that offer still stands. Someone wants to discuss discuss this with us. We'd love it. It's just get in touch with me at editor at nhbr.com. And anyway, Ernesto, thank you for joining me on the ledge. And it's a pleasure to be here. Anybody out there with an NFT, good luck. And uh, this is Jeff Feingold saying be well, everybody.